My name is Jimmy, sometimes Jimmy J, and sometimes Shay. This is a podcast about human relationships, human potential, and that curious space between the dark and the light. So, we're joined today by the delectable, the marvellous Louise McDonough, mother, partner, uh, psychotherapist, traveller, and many, many more things, I'm sure. Louise, you're very welcome. Thank you. You're here at last. It's good to have you here. Glad to be here. All right. Tell us what it was like getting here. Was it a bit of a hassle? Um, <laughs> it was a bit of a hassle because the little one is starting to venture out a bit. I have a six-year-old and a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. And she, the six-year-old is out playing with her friends. So mm. there's a little thing called a secret garden in the estate. And you have to kind of go in and out to, to find them. So that's why I was a bit late. <laughs> No problem at all. We yeah, we were setting up doing bits and pieces. Mm. Listen, let's dive straight in, as they say. Sure. Tell us a bit about your traveller woman, among many other things. Tell us a bit about your life. What was it like for you as a kid? Where did you grow up? What was who's in your family? Is that okay to ask you that? that sure. Yeah. Um. Well, there is six kids, parents, twins in there as well. There's a lot of twins in the family, so. Say my mother's mother would have had five sets of twins, and then wow. they say it skips a generation. Right. Um, and it didn't with my mom, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, the six of us we grew up, but all were born in in London. Right. Um. So in around Whitechapel, Mile End, that kind of area. Cockneys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, mate. <laughs> Definitely not anymore. No, no, no. But um. London yeah, Irish. They're, they're Irish. My parents are Irish. It's sure. just that when they got married, they went to England. As so did mine. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. So they did that, and they just—I think—they stayed for like eighteen years or something, yeah. you know—and then came home. Yeah. Um. So all of us were born there, went to school there, but lots of different places in the gotcha. UK. Do you know what I mean? So. Right. So I'm just thinking because mm-hmm. I had that experience as well. Of being so, you were not only you were an Irish woman in London, yeah, an Irish girl. And then a traveller girl. I don't know if that was a, a noticeable thing there. Was the Irish thing notice, noticeable? Oh, yeah. Well, in in England, it's kind of, um, they would, you'd be called gypsy. You know, it's the way, it's, it, yes, it's the way are. of yeah. the word they would use. Um, and it would have been like, it was strange. It was all, it was almost like you kind of, when we'd come to Ireland, it'd be like, oh, you're English. And then when you're in England, be oh no, you're Irish. We had so, the very same experience. Really, really. absolutely, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So even now, when my husband says, "So what? What do you class yourself as? English, or English or Irish?" I'd be like, "Oh, whatever, you know, oh, take a pick. <laughs> whatever. I don't care." I got the where the Irish Sea children up <laughs> <laughs> between the two, but that's yeah. interesting. <coughs> Excuse me, because I would know obviously, you know what. what the English would use the term gypsy, and it's quite different to traveller. Mm. It's a different kind of a grouping, so to speak. But how do they know? Even to call you a gypsy or how it is? Probably, well, I'm thinking because we were always together, you know, there was right. always a group of us. So right. it'd be sort of, there'd always be a group of Irish kids. So maybe they just put that together just and thought. Just together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. Just thinking, I'd say that's what it probably is. Right. Um, Could be something different. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But if I was to try, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because even like now, say the Romany here. I know mm. true. We have a mutual acquaintance friend, Thomas, because we just for our listeners, uh, Louise and I are colleagues and we met. We're both psychotherapists. We met working for the Traveller Council Service mm-hmm. and then became colleagues and friends to say that. But through conversations, the Romanies would have come from India. Right. Because okay. when you actually you have a look at them, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and they came up over the years, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the English, inverted commas, gypsies would be more similar to them-ish, but different right. again. And the Irish yeah. travellers would be completely different, would be my understanding. Different yeah, ethnic group, yeah. whatever, you know. I think the value or the 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 values, I was going to say, kind of how the mind thinks and how you would have raised the kids, I think, is generally the same. Right. Do you know? Mm. Um, but again, I'm not 100%. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go back to London. So you're in London. You're getting the Irish slagging type stuff, the gypsy mm-hmm. type of stuff. And as a kid, as a young girl, did you know what they were talking about? It was like you yeah. were just a kid. Right. What was now, it like? No, I always knew. Like, I always knew. And this is, this is, I shouldn't say it, but I felt different. Do you know? Okay. I always felt different. Um. So if I was in school and I'd have friends that weren't mm-hmm. um travellers, 
but you wouldn't really see them outside of school. Be like, okay, see you. You know, that was a different world, a different life that you They entered. wouldn't come back for tea or go to no, their place. Or no, that. no. I, I did go to a few parties like when right. I was little, you know, right. birthday parties yeah. I invited to. Um, but I just, I just knew that these guys are different than us and we're different than them. And I don't know if them kids realised it, but I, I knew. Absolutely. I knew it as a kid. Obviously, we weren't travellers that I'm aware of, although there could be something way back. Because <laughs> um, someone said that to me, you've got a connection there. Um, but I remember, and I didn't know why, I know we can all have that feeling different, mm. feeling different thing. I don't know if it was because we were Irish kids in England, or I don't know whether that was that piece, or something deeper in me, just feeling a bit, just not fitting into the world, all that yeah. type of stuff. But it's not a nice feeling anyway. No. I don't know. It's not no, nice at all. Like... We all want to belong, don't we? God, you keep that in, you know, and yeah. without realising it, it's obviously taken me a long time to to realise that that's where it all kind of comes from, right. you know. So when you're when you're somewhere and you're trying to fit in, or you're just automatically feel awkward, or yeah, like okay, it's it's nothing to do with that, but it, it that's where it, you know, you internalise it. It comes from there, and um, for me, anyways, absolutely. Um, and there's a kind of a not a catch twenty two, but another way from talking to for myself, talking to other travellers, the people. Be proud of who you are at the same oh, time. Yeah. Like, it's okay mm-hmm. to be different, but then it doesn't mm-hmm. always feel that way. It's a strange one. No, isn't it? I think as a young child, um, it's more so you don't want to be different. You don't want, um, well, well, I didn't want to be fit different. The fuck in. <laughs> yeah, you just, exactly. You know, you don't want to be the one that. You want the iron. No, definitely not. So you, I, I would have always wanted to fit in. Mm. Um, there would have been times now I probably would have pretended as well that I wasn't a traveller, but. You could tell, you know, but right. I would have as a child. Can you say a little bit about that, um, Louise? Well, it, again, it would have just been to fit in, you know. Right. I remember once, actually, it was here in Ireland. It wasn't when I was so young. God, I think I was about 22, 23. Could have been a little bit younger anyways. It was a, a job, a new job I yeah, started. Yeah. And a girl had asked me, are you a traveller? And I said, my first instinct was to say no. Wow. Because I just thought, okay, I have to hide that, you right. know. Um and it's only when I started kind of going into the counselling uh, courses and yeah. that stuff that I started to not hide it, really. Right, right. Yeah. I'm going to definitely yeah. come back to that piece. I'm just aware I'm very rude just to introduce Jer, my new editor. Very welcome, Jer. And I know we, we share a Ballymun connection and the, what Louise is talking about there, I'd have certainly felt that at different times like if you're going for a job or something you know or anything like that or yeah. you're always a bit wary about but oh mm-hmm. you know where's your drugs you know yeah. the stereotype yeah. stuff you know mm-hmm. you know i'm smiling because I was, when i was on the way here now this is a bit of a stereotype right i was looking right. from the bus on o'connell street and there were two street addicts you know like the, mm-hmm. the obvious look and they were having this conversation and they weren't fighting right but there was lots of hand signals going on, <laughs> right? And what I noticed was the distance they were from each other. Then they'd come back in again. And it was mm. like they just, they were on the, on the brink of world peace. It was that <laughs> serious, the conversation. Yeah. And then it would be like, and he'd be nodding and she'd be like, and she'd go away. And then she'd come back again and call him and there'd be another big bit. I'd love to know what that was. Though, I was dying to know, right? But they had no concept mm. that there was anyone around them. O'Connell mm. Street was busy. So all this going on. I don't know what made me think of that, but it was something about the, mm. uh, the conversation. Okay, so... We don't have to go chronologically from, you know, I was this age, this age. But that was your experience living in different addresses in London as yeah, a young Irish moved. kid, a young traveller girl, experiencing that weird, am I different? Am I not different? Do I fit in? Do I say who I am? Do I not say who I am? I think I think I just went with the flow when I was younger, you know, like um, we, we, we had obviously lots of friends. Like when we lived um, in one area in London was probably maybe I think three years or four years and I remember mm-hmm. that probably being the longest we had lived you know in one place for a long time um, so we would have had a lot of friends that weren't um, travellers but we still knew that our lives was different mm. do you know what I mean so mm. for instance maybe they might be allowed to do something that we were my parents would have thought no you can't do that mm-hmm. and that might just be go out or go mm-hmm. to a shop or you know something on your own because there's usually always a group of us together yeah um, yeah. so we did that. We moved around London, but my mother always was saying she wanted to come home. She wanted to come home to Ireland. To be honest, we as kids didn't really want to because, you know, my, I think the oldest was about 14 mm-hmm. when we came back. Um, so it was quite difficult to settle in. And we had moved from, at the time, Hackney in, in East London mm-hmm. to a very small village that literally. That's quite a change. Yeah. Like we were back out, we moved in to the house. Um, 
16th of December and we were back over for New Year's because I think all of us cried that much because we just we just couldn't it was everything was too quiet and yeah. you know so you didn't come into Dublin City right and you came back into no into into a little village yeah in Kildare yeah. and it was just it was awful you know yeah. the place now itself is a lovely place yeah. but I mean for us at the time we were like shell-shocked yeah you know and they weren't used to anybody different villages I think little villages are are hard if you're different and you're coming in there absolutely you know? so here's this uh, gang of young kids yeah. traveller kids who are London Irish type kids coming in <laughs> they, yeah. they didn't know yeah. what hit them yeah yeah and you'd have all of that as well where you were trying to fit in and you know there was some lovely people mm. some lovely mm. people mm. but then you would get the odd parent that'd be like don't you you know saying to do it to their kids you're not playing with them and you know, and you think, but we haven't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah, hang on. You know, give something. us a chance. <laughs> and I remember in, uh, I interviewed Thomas mm. in, in the same way, you know, and I remember him talking about the the awful, it may not have been the same for you, I don't know, but the, the awful hurt, the, f- the fucking feeling when you were called certain names or mm. when you had that feeling that you had to say you weren't, just how painful that was, you know. Yeah, very, I think, I think. As a child, we were so used to it that we just adapted to different situations. Mm. You know, you can just, when you're kind of, and it sounds like a complete fake, fakeness, but I suppose it is in a way, you know, you're one person somewhere else and then you're somebody else at home. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really, really difficult as you're growing up maybe to get to the teenage years. That part, I think, is where it starts to come in Mm -hmm. heavy, Mm -hmm. but as a, as a young child, maybe, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, that kind of age, you just adapt. It was just, it's just life. Everyone else around us that were travellers were the same. So, yeah. 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 It, was, yeah. It, was, it was just like two worlds. It's Absolutely. strange, but. And as I'm listening to you, I wouldn't call it fake at all. I'd call it like, you know, a, a wonderful trauma adaptation. It's okay. psychotherapy, but isn't <laughs> that, it? Yeah, that's a way of, of looking survive, at it. To survive. Like, I think now, now I think I'm quite lucky to have lived kind of both, mm. you know, and, and to just see both sides of different cultures and different ways, you mm. know, because in, in the UK, we would have seen a lot of different cultures as well. Of course. And that was nice, you know. Yeah. Um, but back then, it probably would have been quite difficult because as well, you're always hiding from that. Oh, any minute they're going to say something and I'm going to feel offended oh, and then I can't be friends with that person but I want that. to because I like them you know oh, no. yeah. and even now I think today I introduce myself a lot more as or let people know sooner that I'm a traveller so probably not I think not that I've done so much work which I have done a lot of work on sure, myself but sure. I think it's more so so don't offend me <laughs> you know I'm so getting... I say it out like yeah <laughs> okay. right yeah. Oh, yeah, rather God. than just kind of hiding in the background and I would have been extremely quiet where I'm not now right. you know um, right. but it was always sort of in the background but now if I'm getting along with someone that just comes up and it shouldn't it shouldn't need to no, no. Um, God that's I, really hit yeah. me in my chest when you say that yeah yeah the, the I, impact of that you know phew. and then the worst obviously my, my fear is how we were treated as kids like we're, like we're talking about in a lot of places um, it was only in 1992 I went to a school in, in Atoy mm-hmm. and th- they literally had us separated. So there was... <laughs> Segregated <laughs> yeah. even. There was actually Apartheid. no joke, a fence wow. between, between the traveller children and the settled children. A fence. A fence. And, and we, la- you know, we shouldn't uh, laugh. Interesting we, the word offence, offence, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's kind of like, um, it reminded me when I read that book, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Yes. It just reminded me of that now. And I know it's different ways but yes and no yeah but there was all there was all um i had twin brothers and mm. at the time i think there were about five or six no i think they were a little bit older but anyways they were very young up to my oldest brother we were all in the same class mm-hmm. so but there was one teacher bless her and she was trying to teach all of these children there could have been 20 mm-hmm. in the room at all different ages and she was trying to teach them all something at their stage of learning you know mm. um Whereas the rest of the school then were all had their normal junior infants, senior infants and and so on. But thinking of that, then I think, oh, God, if somebody did that to my child, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it really hurts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Of course. When you put it, when you think of it in that way, I think as a mother, it it would hurt more. Of course. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we'll we'll go back and forth. I might bring it back again Mm -hmm. to different things. But 
As you're thinking about it now as a kind of a, a, an adult, an educated, intelligent adult woman who is a mother and many other things, what what we call discrimination, prejudice, these words, you might not have known those words. I didn't know what they meant, but I knew it happened to me, not for, from for because of being working class or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, that feeling. You know, no, I'm not saying it was exactly the same as it would be for you, but I can get a feel for it. It's yeah. more subtle, but it was more obvious mm-hmm. if you're, you know, and I was thinking, I wondered why even as a kid, now I'm probably, I'm 61, 62 this year. So I, right. I was in school in the 70s <clears throat> and I always had traveller friends and mm-hmm. there weren't many in the class. And I don't know if it was just a spontaneous natural thing or was there some kind of like connection? I don't know. I've always wondered about that. So you that. got on? Yeah. Oh, right. Always. Okay. I'm not saying I got on with every traveller I met, you know, because that sounds yeah. a bit patronising, doesn't it? Oh, I, got, I didn't, but I always had a traveller friend or friends, always connected, connected. Mm-hmm. I was drawn to and was always bothered when people said, what are you doing with them? I think it, it depends on the person you are, doesn't it? Because I suppose growing up the way we did, you could be from any race or anywhere. And it didn't, it didn't phase me as a child, you know. It was just, oh, she's nice or he's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But again... I would see some children being kind of set aside or, you know, you get this always a bully around and mm. I'd always, I'd always be the one that'd feel really sorry for them mm-hmm. because you know what, that, what feels that feels like, you know, so it can be, I think, when you're drawn to something too, where maybe if somebody doesn't have a lot of friends, there might be a reason for it. And I would always find myself probably drawn to that person because I just know they're probably going to be a little bit more real yeah, and normal and not what's normal I suppose but you know not up there somewhere looking down on people Um, that's Mm. just the way I found it but so that Mm. empathy yeah 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 yeah. which again I'll come into your therapy career in a little while Um, but just I'm interested in you know what made Louise McDonough who she is no do you know what I mean (laughs) what what shapes us I'm just really interested in and I really appreciate you sharing with us Yeah, I was kind of thinking as you're talking now about that, I'm using words like prejudice and discrimination. What, what's your understanding of that now, whether it's towards travellers, working class people, people from different races? What do you think that's about? I think it's just taught, really, isn't it? Like, I think if we, if we grow up thinking somebody is different, it's because we're told. Okay. And, you know, that that person may not be nice because they're this, this or this. You're only going from one or two people that have probably ever had interaction with either of them cultures or ways, you mm. know, but that's what they're teaching the kids. So I just think now there's no need for it. I When people say it, when I'm somewhere, which it happens okay. probably twice a week, at least. Go on. Yeah, no messing. You'd be somewhere and that horrible word is said, you know. Uh, the the K word. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that horrendous. would be said, you know, and... Before, I would have just pretended I didn't hear it and just went along with things. And then I know actually um, in Dublin, it's used um, not, not so much for meaning traveller, you know, and I would have friends that would use that word, but they now that they know I'm a traveller, they try not to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just for respect, because mm-hmm. they say, well, we grew up knowing, yes, it does mean this, but it also means this. Um, and that's the way they would have used it instead of meaning traveller. But it's an in, even though I get you, I have friends yeah. the same, and I school them on it. It's an indirect link back. It's something, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Well, see, when you're that one that's always, I suppose, targeted or whatever, or you feel right, you're just going to feel that automatically. And people say, oh, you're paranoid, you're paranoid. Maybe I am <laughs> because I've I'm got used reason to, to be. it. Yeah, you know, I'm used to always just, I don't know, you're just different in other people's eyes. But I think, I think it's ridiculous. I have no time for people to feel like that. But I would like to, um, obviously everybody would like to see that change, but I don't think it can unless the older ones of us start to change it. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And even the sound of that word. I mean, I've used it as a youngster mm. ignorantly. And then yeah. I began to understand. And a couple of the lads that I had were friends when I was say, Jimmy, that's not a nice word. And they explained to me why. And I went, oh, I didn't realise. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And learned and then learned, learned more yeah. and more. And what is actual orange, origins? Mm. It? Origins? I'm talking about orange. I sound like Donald <laughs> Trump now. Origins. <laughs> I'm always taking the piss out of Trump now. I can't speak. Right. <laughs> uh, origins are, you know, the, the kind of it, the, the knacker's yard 
for the yeah. horses to put it's, mm. it's an awful thing isn't it yeah do you know I never like I, I did hear it meant something to do with horses or something but I never really went into it I just knew okay that means you're getting slagged you're you know someone's not being nice to you mm-hmm. um, and that's that's kind of as far as I've ever you're looked into as well. it yeah, yeah, yeah do you yeah, know yeah. it's just you know them group of words that are out there yeah. and don't like being in a place when they're used because you just automatically feel smaller you know you yeah. feel like sort of which is horrible but I think for me, you always feel you're not as worthy of being in that same room as all these other people are then. You just automatically kind of shrink in yourself, you know, and that you're not as good as these people because they have used that word. They obviously feel that travellers are that word and you're one of them. It just happens within, you know, a split second. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I know that feeling of feeling less than. Yeah, but, less than. I suppose that's the word. What a what a, a use of power that is to yeah. take someone's power away. It's actually awful, isn't it, when you isn't think it? about it? Because there would have been so many things you'd want to go for in life, you know, and you'd go, oh, no, I, I won't. Jeez, I won't even, I won't do that because we'll get into a situation where something will come up and I'll have to say that I'm a traveller or I'll have to hide it and I'm sick of hiding it or either mm. I don't want to get into it too much or, mm. you know, whatever. There's always a reason. There's always like, not a reason, sorry. There's always a situation somewhere in the background about nearly everything that I would do because I have to balance all of that as well. Yeah. From my own head, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I have to make sure my kids don't. See, my, my kids um are half travellers, so their dad... Um, is settled mm-hmm. um, and they don't know too much about anything right you know um, <laughs> because they're so young like as well and they don't need to but I'm always watching if you put it that way because I'm so used to it yeah. I'm watching yeah. um, I suppose protective in a way yeah you know and again I could be naive but my the feeling I always have and it may be different if I actually was a traveller is I'd want to be proud of that I don't have to be screaming it to everyone, but I I shouldn't have to hide it, you know. You, but at the same time, yeah. I get why you had to. It's Years horrible. ago, yeah. Now I'm proud of who I am and how I live and the choices I've made and, you know, all of that. Now it's completely different because I'm my own person. I can I can choose to be whoever I want, really, mm. do you know? Um, and I probably picked bits and pieces from all different ways of, of life and... I'm just Louise. I'm not. But I have to say, yes, when I do enter a group, I do always have that there. It's always sitting on the shoulder. You know, say that you're a traveller before you start to get insulted. Get it here. out first. Yeah. Wow. Because someone's going to use it because it's 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 language like it's it's constantly used, you know. So um, someone's going to use it and you're going to get offended and then you're going to feel tiny and little and you're going to leave and it's going to mess up your day. So mm. I just do. Um, I'm having that weird reaction. Hmm. I, I seem to have it with, with any uh, traveller I interact with who I feel close to or I like. Uh, and it's like, I, know, I want to apologise. It's a weird fucking <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? I'm sorry society is like that. I know, I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's a bit yeah, fucking no, arrogant of me. Mean, but it's the same, like, because, you know, people will say, oh, this happened and there was travellers somewhere and, you know, this thing happened and they did wrong. Well, yeah, they more than likely did, but... It, Again, we just go over and over the way things everybody says. We're only a small number of people in one country. Um, do you know what I mean? So there's a lot more settled people than there is travellers. We know that. But it just seems to be if one or two is, I don't know, on a newspaper or something, we've all done it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if one you know or what two... I like. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> you know what I like, Louise? Yeah. All of them. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same. You, you know, know what them Ballymunners are like? You want to yeah. watch yourself, that chair fellow will rob your handbag, do you know what I mean? It's not, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you um, know what they're all like up there? Yeah, do you, you know, know that stereotype, and it's just, it's horrible really, yeah. but I know like obviously where it comes from because of course I would have heard even like Ballymun, yeah, mm, that's supposed mm. to be, would be a lot more um, busy, I like to call it rather. Oh, that's a lovely term, isn't it? Like yeah. euphemism. You know, and my husband, he would say, and at me, even when I'm saying to him, like diff- these different areas, mm. I feel not entitled to say it, but I have lived in places that are a lot, I suppose, of everything and anything, mm-hmm. you know, so it doesn't, when I would be messing or I would be saying something, I don't, I don't mean it in that way. It's just because I've come from nothing with a loving family, I mean, but, you know, I don't ever expect anyone to be better or worse than me. Mm. Even though people do annoy me too, you know, of course they do. Like we're, we're all human, but I never see 
even if I was to fall out with someone, I don't think they're better than me or they're worse than me mm. because we've all lived somewhere, I suppose, lower than what some people like to think. What was Oscar Wilde said? Where, so uh, you've lost me now. <laughs> What's well, like the famous saying? Um, we're all in the gutter. Yeah. Only some of yeah. us looking at the stars. Yeah. That lovely yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, what I don't know whether it always happened or is it new. What's it like in, and again, another thing I've learned that traveller families are very different, accents are very different, mm. the same, this, you know, but marrying into, to use the, the lingo, a buffer, as I would say. Oh, right. What's that um, like? Well, now it's quite. <laughs> it's acceptable now to some families and mm-hmm. um, my family in the beginning it wouldn't have been right. um not my husband now but you know years ago yeah we're, if we're thinking of yeah yeah years ago um so i have an older sister and um she actually married a settled person mm-hmm. and it would have been the fact of because we live differently and what we focus on the women doing and the men doing is so different so it's never going to work Mm-hmm. You know, so that that would be, again, like something that you had mentioned earlier on. Um, you stay together, whereas a lot of settled people, they didn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they had a row, it was acceptable to split up. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a lot of that stuff thinking from you know, like my parents' age, you know, at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would have been a no-no. And she did. She did it. So it was a real no-no right. <laughs> at the time. Um but they got over it because they had to. She pushed through those barriers. Yeah, 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 she did. For, and, you know, paved the way. They're saying that they actually are together, but right. um, it didn't work. But for different reasons, not for the reasons that people would have thought because they're so different. You know, um, there were two human beings that didn't exactly, get on. Exactly, it was just it was just yeah, could have been anyone. So, um, so yeah, it's not really. I know it's not really looked upon that. Oh, it's the best thing to do because we're so different. But I think it's changing everywhere now as well. Mm-hmm. And my dad really likes my husband, so <laughs> he's all right. Always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. An, I'm not too sure what he thinks of him now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it, all of my family have um, married to settled people now. Have they? My yeah. elder brother is married to a traveller. Um, and so then sort of nieces and nephews would then after. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of us have all settled with settled people yeah, yeah who are settling that settled yeah <laughs> settled yeah. people aren't resettled are they? I know, well, yeah you don't even really know <laughs> to, what way to use or, i know yeah i found myself lately say non-traveler non-traveler yeah and yeah. then i thought why would i say that i'm like because settle just doesn't sound right it sounds like i'm giving somebody a name as well do you know gotcha, what i mean yeah, so you're yeah. like god actually you know just this person <laughs> gets exhausted <laughs> yeah. doesn't it after a while yeah. yeah yeah i was using there what, what would be known as the the gammon or the cant there using the term mm-hmm. buffer for example is right. that still is that still used as much or is it more of older not really not really no like we would um so if i'm at work or i'm wherever i'm still that different kind of person sometimes you know I don't mean to be, but it's like it's a switch. So when I go into my, say, my mom's house or mm. my dad's house or mm. a family members, my husband or my friends would say, you can hear, Louise, you can hear it different when you're around your own family. OK. Um, you talk a lot faster Um, you, you sound more like what they would say a traveller would sound like. Whatever that you is. Know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whatever, whatever way they interpret that. But he says, and there's words and we're together maybe... God, and you've caught me now on the on the years. I think we're together about 16 years. Yeah. And he still wouldn't pick up on a lot of the words that we would use. Right. Mm. We wouldn't have ever really used that word buffer. Right. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Countryman probably, was it? That's actually how we would have distinguished both, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's um it's not a, it's not a, a nasty way of saying it. It's to say they're not a traveller. You know, yeah. they're yeah. To distinguish. Yeah, yeah. Buffer yeah. is more of a for me yeah if somebody was calling for instance if somebody called you a buffer I would take that as an insult I think that's insulting that's yeah. right. I didn't know that yeah. now because I always learned from other travellers yeah you're a buffer and it was an okay thing it's just what we call people that aren't travellers you know in 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 my household no it right. was that was that's when you were wanting to be nasty about somebody that wasn't ah, we, we live and learn yeah. <laughs> all these years I've been called out thinking oh thanks <laughs> and little did I know it's been Maybe insulted in other households it, it does just mean okay. you know okay. settles but but the term pavy is not an insult at all. Sure, it's no, a, no, it's a beautiful. No. I love the term actually. It's a nice name, nice sound to it. For example, you know, other mm. than traveller, you know. Yeah. 
But I, I remember hearing it much more back in the day. You'd hear it much more than you would yeah. now. Yeah, and a lot of that language has changed. A lot of the older kind of words won't be used like that. Pavi mm. won't won't be used anymore, mm. really. It would probably be the older, my mum's sisters and brothers and, you know, kind of people in their 60s, 70s, you know. Yeah. Um, but say at my age, I'm coming up 40 now this year, and... Um, probably wouldn't have used it that much and mm. um, so it just shows i suppose as the next generation comes it just things change it mm. does because i mm. remember even back in the 70s even early 80s a lot of settled people in where it comes picking up on it and we were using it as yeah. well <laughs> you know we're all like it's the fiend and that 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 yeah and, you know. there's some towns in in ireland that use that like actually in kildare you know, and yeah, yeah. I remember being a bit stunned once when I was hearing it. I was Here's like, the what? Shades. Yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> How do they know these words? That's our and, language. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it must have just come from maybe a traveller somewhere or something. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. gone around. But yeah. I think then there was, a, and I had it, there was a kind of fascination. It was like a secret language and you wanted to be part <laughs> of it. You know, that's what it felt like as a kid. Yeah. It's like, wow, what, what was that? And I remember a, a couple of kids in school was, was were telling me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jimmy, that means that, and that means that. Oh, right, right, right. You know. Well, it's hap- it's happened to me actually. Um, twice I was in a shop, and there was a couple of couple of people, and they were speaking in that language, but they didn't. They were speaking about me, but they didn't know I was a traveller. <laughs> so no way. It's a nice bit embarrassing. Things. Yeah. Well, I I did. I I I just said here, guys. You know, look. Um. I told them I was a traveller, and they're like, "Oh my god, I didn't realise." So it doesn't really make a difference. You know, if I was or I wasn't, it's just I can understand you. And how um, would you realise? They said I didn't. You don't look like a traveller. So have usually, that aura. <laughs> yeah, you know, usually that's that's kind of what you hear as well, which can irritate me when somebody would say, "Oh, but you're settled now, Louise, aren't you?" So go on. What is that? So to me, that's quite irritating because it's like, am I acceptable now? Then. You know, so you're, if I wasn't settled. You're coming across, you've settled down now, you've stopped all that travel yeah, nonsense, so you've I, learned. I'm, yeah. You're acceptable now. Yes, yes. That's what it feels like. Isn't that crazy? I mean, the areas by touching on even like people, you going into that shop, you just happened to pick up on the bit of the yeah, lingo. Yeah, yeah, it was camp. in the queue. They mm. didn't know, but then they were like, how did they assess you were or weren't a traveler? We didn't know. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? they, they just said, oh, you don't, you don't look like um, a traveler, so. You know. I wonder what stereotype the big earrings is that what they're talking about I don't know see yeah a lot of people do think that's that's what you know traveller girls all wear big hoops um, all wear this and it's not it's just yeah. what you like it's yeah. you know it's yeah. it depends on the person and yeah. what they're into really yeah. but I know people do have that way of, of thinking but that's what that's what they said to me anyway oh you know you don't look like a traveller oh we didn't know oh sorry about that I remember just thinking it was rude anyway. <laughs> For starters, it doesn't matter. There's so many levels that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, my big fat gypsy wedding stuff didn't help, did it? Oh no! Like, so, like a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is, I suppose, when a traveler girl or a boy gets married, they do get married young. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, not everyone, mm-hmm. but and they would have big weddings, maybe compared to non-travelers, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Not everyone either, you know, so it's kind of like um, I remember being at my niece's christening in the UK and there was a girl and she says, oh, I'd love to be a traveler. I said, why? I was actually in getting uh, food. Mm -hmm. I'd love. Are you a traveler? Yeah, I'd love to be a traveler. And I just asked her why. And she goes, "Okay, you should have deadly weddings. Wow. You know, and she didn't say deadly now, to be honest, she had said uh, another word, really good fancy weddings or something. But I thought, so that, that's something that you, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just what I noticed. They just mm-hmm. look like so much fun and you get to dress up and, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought, that's a strange one. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's funny. I remember as a, as a kid having kind of romantic notions about what it meant to be a traveler. Like I, I connected travels with the Native Americans because to oh, me, right. they always okay. looked similar and mm-hmm. they were outcasts or something. And that kind of appealed <laughs> to me, you know, the, the hardship people were living yeah. in. I wasn't, but it was a romantic idea that mm-hmm. somehow, you know, these pushed away people who looked fantastic and had horses and spoke different was really attractive to me, you know, as a kid. Oh, right. It was fascinating. So difference kind of somebody being different. and Yeah, difference is good. Mm. But it was like, and, and I was always fascinated by the Native Amer- the Indians or Native Americans as mm-hmm. a kid. I always wanted them to win, you know. Right, okay. And there was something about even some of the old travellers looked that way. 
Yeah, yeah. You know? I would have a lot of family that would be darker. You know, my, my yeah, dad you're, you're is pretty dark. Really please. dark, he is. And um, his family would be quite the same, you know, and even mistake them from they're not Irish, they're not English. They're right. definitely from somewhere hot, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of a very regal, noble look, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just constantly tanned all year round they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listen, when you, Louise, in London as a kid, in mm-hmm. school, going through what she was going through, you know, that old question, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, were you thinking, I'm guessing you may not have been thinking of psychotherapist then. No. Um, growing up, I suppose, well, to, to be really honest, growing up, uh, any traveller girl, most traveller girls, mm. I'm not on about today. Mm. I'm talking back, I suppose, 30 years ago, 30 something years ago. Um, We all knew that we would just get married. It wasn't, you know. Um, when we were in school, you would play teachers and you would play doctors or whatever. But I knew I wasn't going to do you that. You were going to be one of them. Yeah. Um, even though I liked the games, you know, and we had right. a playroom in our house and I'd always be found in there um, playing teachers or, you know, something. Mm. So I loved it, but mm. I knew that wasn't going to be my life, that I would just grow up to a certain age and then I'd get married and have my own kids and repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I suppose it was a big change. And when I was very, very young, I did that. I lived that life for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then it was actually, you know, it's not. I'm not comfortable. It's not. um, It's not working for me. So I changed. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about that. At what point you began to feel. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but it's not for me. I respect it. Like, I mean, it's it's the way of life for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And and it was for us, you know, sure. I just have decided, actually, that doesn't suit me. Um, Maybe I want to work, you know. Go on. But I mean, it wasn't even the fact I have to go and work. I think there was a lot of proven in that as well. There was a lot of that self proven. Is that the word? Yeah, kind of, you know, I can do it too. Sure. Um, Sure. Just because you feel maybe little on the inside from being made feel little on the Mm. inside. Mm. You're proving something all the time. Mm. so for me, I I remember getting into childcare first. Uh, I had a million different jobs, you Go know, on, beforehand. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I got into childcare and it was the first course I ever did. And mm. I don't have a junior cert or leaving cert or anything like that. I didn't so either, yeah. wouldn't have had a clue, you know. I could mm. read and write, but mm. I wouldn't have, yeah, it wouldn't have been great. So I found that difficult, but I qualified in that and I did that for a few years. And then I got a mortgage. And that was something different as well because... Yeah, it was just kind of different. I was like, okay, now I have to pay these big bills mm. and this childcare isn't really paying. And I was like, if I'm mm. going to change my job, I'm going to really try and do something that's meaningful. So I was sitting there thinking, what could I be? And then I was looking on the online and I thought, I seen psychotherapists. And I, oh, I've always wanted to do that. No, it's not major money, but that's for only really, really smart people. You know, mm-hmm. so straight away I had put myself down to the level of no, you, you know, you wouldn't. Listen, I identify 100% with what you're yeah. saying. I had the same process. The same kind of thing. And uh, again, you know, I said, oh, I'll, I'll fill in it because it was online. And mm. I, was, I had nothing to lose at this stage. So I filled in the form online and then I got a call for an interview, went for it, got it. And I thought, that's that's a bit weird. That's impossible. Have they made a mistake? That's yeah, what I have thought. Do you know, and I was really like, maybe, is it? does it mean something else? And I went off and I actually was researching what a, what a psychotherapist does was it different from what I taught because mm-hmm. they obviously had gotten it so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. no, once I started the course, I was I, I kind of accepted. Okay, no, maybe this is the place for you. Maybe this is you were supposed to be here. Nobody made a mistake. Mm. Um, but that's obviously when you're doing psychotherapy, you learn so much about yourself. So you're building on yourself and working. And you know, mm-hmm. um, I just loved the idea of. Obviously, there's a link to how maybe I felt as a child or something, you know, sure. but because I love the whole psychoanalysis as well. And Do you? Yeah, I'd be really... Were you drawn to that? Yeah, yeah. yeah what like was a lot it about of, psychoanalysis, Louise? I, I'm so interested in other people, mm. you know, so I like, I'd find myself driving down the road and the person beside me, I'd wonder what their life is like in their car, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I wonder where they're going, where they live and have they got kids and it'd be just silly little things like that. But I, I'm a people watcher, I think, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I just found something that I liked, but something that um, made me feel like I was doing something. 
even though yeah. in the childcare I was, yeah, you know, sure. I loved the kids. Yeah. Um, but just something I think that had a connection somewhere in me, kind of. Um, so yeah, and I still like it. You know, I still really, really like it, and I'm, I'm, I'm only newly accredited a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and my youngest will be starting crash soon so i can kind of just really get into the work because i've just been really part-time for for all the years really yeah so i'm hoping to kind of go in a bit further then mm-hmm. um yeah so i never thought i would do it i never as a child believed or thought it just it, and it wasn't even oh but i can't it was just no we didn't it was like i don't know you know you, you look at something you see what you see yeah it's just not there really. yeah yeah, yeah. it, wouldn't it wasn't an you. issue no yeah no. it wasn't an issue so when i tried it it worked and happy from it yeah so i suppose everybody is different mm. Mm. um and what way were your family friends both traveler and sales mm. responding to like oh, i don't want to go and be a psychotherapist what was the what was the reaction like uh they were a bit confused because mm. that you know my dad was like but you've already went to that school and you know mm. got a course and working in this place why do you want to do another and yeah makes sense on like, well, this perspective just kind of try something that i really really like i'm really interested in and he's like okay whatever it never phased him because at that time i was married then mm. and i'd moved out and you know i had that separate life although you still run things by the parents at the time you know you know mm. we would have always taken the sort of um not their advice or that we have to do but it was just a thing it was just, i think any parent, yeah, yeah. yeah anybody who does with their parents but um yeah, no, nobody really reacted bad to it. It was it was more so, God, that's going to be a lot of work, mm. you know. Yes, it is, And yeah. how are you going to fit that in with working and, you know, mm. doing this and that? How are you going to manage that? But I didn't have kids at the time either. So, um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was hard work, <laughs> but I managed. Yeah. Um, but struggled, you know, through it because obviously having to work and study and all of that. So th- I didn't have anything, um, anything negative. Sure. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just thinking of, you know, Louise playing and, and playing in the playroom. Mm. You would dr- love to be a teacher. And psychotherapy and teaching are not dissimilar. So in a way, you've moved into an area and, and childcare also. But psychotherapy, that's kind of fitting your dream as a kid. What you are naturally yeah. good at, being mm-hmm. with people. You're curious. You're interested. You're, you're a deep person. You reflect deeply. Yeah. You're intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's lovely to see that. And look, I know I also supervise students and stuff, how hard it is. Mm-hmm. To get through a course. God, yeah. The I demands. <laughs> I thought it was tough. Ah, the academic demands, the personal demands, mm-hmm. the reflection demands. But I'm of the I'm I'm of the view that like I've met some people who are academically brilliant and they know mm. all the theory and that. I'm not saying they're bad, they, they just don't feel natural. But some people like you, you feel natural to me. Very natural. Yeah. So yeah, all the training is important, but I think mm-hmm. there's a something else, isn't there? Well, I think it has to be in you, you know, and I, I would have seen in... that myself in different jobs. Right. Someone would have like super big, high, yeah. top degree on something and not be any good at the actual job, yeah. you know, and just to be straight about it, you say that person shouldn't work here. They're the wrong work And yeah. where somebody wouldn't have any, any of this college thing behind them and they're doing that same job, but they're made for it. They're, you mm. know, and then the other person that's really got the papers, paperwork behind them, they're getting a lot more paid than the person that's actually doing the job a lot better. Unfortunately. Um, mm. It's just the way the world goes it around, though, isn't it? the way the world it? goes around, mm. unfortunately. Zones, yeah. Mm. And, like, as that was going on, um, did you find throughout your life, even as a kid or a young teenager or a young woman, people spoke to you a lot, like, opened up to you? Did you have that experience a lot? Or um, listened to no. you? No. Okay, I did. No. <laughs> you didn't. So that no. wasn't, so people weren't. Probably as I was, uh, before, before I, maybe a few years before I got into psychotherapy, mm. I started to probably mellow out in myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I became calmer and more approachable then. <laughs> I don't so know. So it happened then a little bit yeah, more Yeah, a little probably. bit before, yeah. I would be, I suppose, the, I'm always trying to figure out, is there something I can do there or that, you know. Um, but I have so many great people around me that, they're doing it too so you never feel that you're always the one or you're the mm. you know because a lot of people I, I think are carers by nature they always do get left behind but um no I really enjoy I think being that one as well sometimes that I, mm. yeah 
Is there any part of, because it's all different types of psychotherapy, mm. that you love most, Louise, you're drawn to? And I know you're saying for, for practical reasons it's been part-time for a while, but hopefully, uh, I think you were talking about your, your youngest will be going to crash, mm-hmm. you'll be more available to do the work that you're more interested in or client groups or do you, you don't mind? I want to in the future start to do group um, and start to probably get into addiction a little bit more because that's becoming just so much everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. And it was, of course, years ago, it was just the hidden I suppose it was quite hidden yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I'd be interested in that and the psychoanalysis yes I've always I'm always at that I'm always wondering you know I'm all, always one of them people wondering why this happened why that happened why why it is the way it is mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's maybe why I'm drawn mm-hmm. to that kind of stuff or prison work you know I find that really interesting because again it's about how how we've got here today and do you want this or do we change this or what way? You know, all the solution focused really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a way about you, Louise. Now, again, I, I hope this doesn't sound fucking bollocky or whatever, but I'm put it <laughs> out. you're a bit understated. And I mean that as a compliment in terms of like, I'm listening to your journey. And I know there's so much more to you, right? But I'm listening to and then imagining the kind of challenges you were facing with all the things you're talking about. But you have a way of kind of like, not brushing it off, but kind of going, well, that's the way of life. And, and But you met some serious challenges, got oh, into yeah. a profession that's fucking hard to get into, right? Mm-hmm. Because though, I don't know about you, there was also, while internally there might have been a block, I can't do this, you also meet it. Yeah. You've met that, right? Mm-hmm. Did that, rearing your family, being doing all your bits and pieces, doing all that, but yet here showing up, really interested in it. You know, interested in difficult areas of psychotherapy, addiction, and you're interested in psychoanalysis and all that. You're also got a social connection to prisons, mm-hmm. what's going on, how do people end up in this? You're really interested. But you have a lovely understated way, of, if, if you know what I mean. Is that Thank you. Need, <laughs> yeah, I think it's understated. I mean that in a comment that. Thanks. It's like, you know, that, 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 what's the image of the swan, but the feet are kicking. You're yeah. like, you're very graceful and gracious, but you're like, you've worked hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I do. I feel that, and but you don't do. piss and moan about it. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I do. Like we're all human, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I get on a rant, you now I'll be given out, and I do that around the house to myself, talking to myself, and everyone just leaves me alone. Do you know because I'm doing whatever I'm doing, um, and that's fine. That's everyone has their own way, but I, I think I did face an awful lot of hard things, and I still do today. And I guarantee you, next time I see you, Jimmy, I'll tell you a story of something that happened in between you know because again people say now you're being paranoid well i'm just used to that you know i've just been discriminated against all the time it's just the way it is i don't not like them people i just know that's a learned behavior that's learned Mm -hmm. from home Mm -hmm. you know and i'm just hopeful that one day maybe god my kids better not face any of that and you know better not yeah um and no child needs to because it it you ever hear you know the child becomes the adult obviously and mm-hmm. you're always still carrying that child no matter who you are where you are and some of us don't even know what that's about mm-hmm. you know um yeah but that stuff hurts and i think if you were to get really serious and real with it every day mm. i think you'd, you'd probably you might as well just give up then you know you might as well say ah oh, sure yeah. yeah and i'm not sure now again i'm generalizing louise that the Non-travellers, the self, mm-hmm. whatever we call them, the country men and women, we don't call them buffers because it's an insult, <laughs> no. you know, that group, them, mm-hmm. really, no, some of them obviously do, really, uh, uh, and again, I know this is a touchy piece because, as you said, people, oh, you're being paranoid, you've been, I do a lot of stuff on fucking cluster B personalities, narcissism, yes. blah, 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 that type of stuff, and one of the things you get is like, oh, you're, you're, you're too sensitive, you know, blah, 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 mm. you're being paranoid. I'm not sure that the... For people that were never in, were never discriminated against, never had that experience. And I, I presume most people might bump into that somewhere. When they hear that happens to the traveller community, I don't think they hear it because they get caught up in the stereotype. Ah, well, you know what they're like, they're always fucking robbing and, yeah, you know, yeah. ripping you off and all that type of stuff. They're not actually hearing human beings and individuals. That's, yeah. you know, and what, as you're speaking there, what that's really like. Yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, when you when you have that, from the very first time you understand what somebody is saying to you, you know, that stays with you. And that just, it's just there constantly. It's like that, 
you know, what we say that when it sits on your shoulder or the heaviness that you mm. carry or whatever. You've you know, used you're that sitting on your shoulder, yeah. yeah. Because it just, it just feel like that because I, when I use that term, uh, sitting on your shoulder, you can take it on and off, you know. Good. Um, so it, it's always there and it is, it's horrible. It, it can make somebody not feel good enough. And I don't think anyone should ever feel that way. Yeah. I think no matter who you are, where you are, you know, and I've got friends from all different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of, of, of my friends are settled. I have friends that are travelers. I have friends from different cultures and areas. And I just don't think anybody needs to feel, you know, that they're not as good as the next um, because of what it can do to somebody, you know. And I think that's how we get into the whole big mental health and mm-hmm. so many different avenues and addiction and so mm-hmm. much because sometimes you do whatever just not to feel. Um, and we can be going on about something else now, but do, no, do you know what I mean? So I just right. think it all starts from then. And mm-hmm. Definitely. There's no, there's no saint really walking the earth, but... No, there isn't. I'm sure if we, if, if we think about it sometimes, you know, if we stop and think sometimes, we, we might not offend or do something nasty to someone that we didn't even really realize we were going to. Mm-hmm. So I probably that's a lot of ways for settled people. Maybe they don't realize um, what it's doing, but it's it it really is. Um, it's horrible. It's I, I have no real words to use for it. It's yeah. I feel it more than how I can explain Express it. it. It's yeah. a bodily sensation, isn't yeah, it? You feel yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, if I feel it like I'm full up or something when I when I talk about it. So yeah. um I think people maybe just aren't as aware as they should be. Mm-hmm. And I, I can, I don't know about my listenership. I don't know mm. people that listen to this podcast, but you can often, sometimes I've often heard settled people saying, meaning well. Yeah. God, she didn't sound like a traveler at all, did oh. she? Isn't that an <laughs> don't look like a traveler. I get that all the time. You don't sound like a traveler. And, you know, it's a real insult, that, isn't it? It is. It is. Because <laughs> Even it's, though they again, meant well. it's, but you're Jesus, you're not that horrible person. So that, you know, people think traveler is. Um, I am who I am. I don't talk 100% like my dad because I've now lived, uh, well, I lived in Lucan for a long, long time. I've lived in the UK. I live mm. in Selbridge now. And there's a bit of everything in anywhere. And plus, this is my. This is what I think. I can adapt to nearly anything. Not. I, I'm so used to adapting. If you know what I mean. What a skill that is. Um. Well, I'd like to just be. Sometimes I do think, wouldn't it be great just to, to have not that have one? To. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be a hundred percent Louise all the time. This is your only Louise. You know. And mm-hmm. um, which is really strange because it also says that you're you're totally fake and you're totally. It's not. It's sort of adaption yeah. to fit in. You yeah. know. And, Different aspects of the self. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've lost what I was saying about that. But yeah, it would it would be nice if we didn't have to do that. But I think, I suppose, learning to adapt from a young age can also help me as well mm-hmm. in mm. different ways. And plus, I'm sure I do things that have offended people, you know, and I don't know it. So that happens for yeah. sure. I think there's a slight difference between when we offend out of ignorance and someone pulls us up and says, you know what you mean? That's not, oh, I didn't realize, I'm sorry, and we can mm. address that. As opposed to that willful, it, that's the wounding piece. It's nasty, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's yeah. nasty. It's fucking, <laughs> let's call it, it's a nasty. It is, it's nasty. To go out of your way just to be nasty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, as an adult, I think that makes it even worse. You know, kids are kids and come out with all sorts and yeah. we try to teach them and, and hopefully they they learn, but... An adult kind of, yeah. there's a little bit more cop on, a bit more sense. And like, I mean, if I am this now settled, I'm sure I'm settled now. Do you know what's always said to me? She were settled now. She's learned I, now. Yeah, you know, it annoys me when people say that. But anyway, I still like my, both kids' christenings, I still had issues with, you know, and I would have to use my husband's name because if I use my name, sure, we weren't getting any booking. That for their christening it's just not going to happen not on, is it? yeah but but i'm on about in a town that i'm known and i've li- i've lived there i work there i my kids go to school there but it's simply that name the person doesn't know me and i know people have to protect their i suppose business or whatever but just because that one person did it somewhere doesn't mean i'm going to do it you know the week before when there was a fight in the pub did they close it up you know, the next, yeah. the next night because it was And we people. all know settled no. people don't fight. 
Oh, yeah. Never. <laughs> They're not involved in crime. I mean, we're yeah. so, you know, it's just you mm. traveler folk that are causing all these problems. Exactly, Louise. exactly. But that's that's a, just even listen. That's a horrible experience. It I just, can't say I'm Louise McDonough. Can I book this? Oh, no, no. you can't. No. And then again, you get annoyed because you're like, now I'm hiding me, again. Yeah. You know, um, oh, and then what awful. am I teaching my kids if they're like, you know, I, I'm not saying my name and ah, oh, God, you could go on about it forever. But it, it actually does. It, it 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 holds a big part of you. Yeah. And that happens even at times you're, you're not realizing, you're not noticing. And it, it's not I'm trying to kind of separate it and break mm-hmm. it down and mm-hmm. figure mm-hmm. it all out. And I think I am. But um, I do notice it no matter where I am, what I'm doing what job I have, what car I have, what house I have. If I'm a traveller, there's always going to be that. Mm. Um, because we had it before I was seen as settled now. Yeah. Um, and now we She's still civilised now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. you know, but I still have it. So you can be a civilised. Yeah. She's really not really yeah. one of us properly just yet. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know. And you know, I'm, 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 I can only talk for maybe sisters and brothers and you know things mm. like that people that are close to me mm. they would all feel very very similar they're just in the end of the day we always wonder do they really think you know are are, are you fitting in there do you know are these guys you have they're your friends mm. do they really accept me yes yes there's yeah. always that wonder yeah yeah mm. that's a that's a deep philosophical question as well isn't mm. it which yeah. again is probably off somewhere else you know can go on a different road but yeah um you do it's just, i think it's just from yeah there's obviously travelers that don't feel like that i'm just going on my experience and i hope there isn't many that feels like that but and you don't have to be a traveler you could be anyone that's been told something that's not great from a young age and you grow up to believe mm. it and it's it's internalized and then it's trying to get it out and all of that stuff is big big um reason why we need psychotherapists today (laughs) as well you know a question i often ask if i have Mm. guests and it's become a bit of a cliche question now but it's still a good question you know we've been talking about little louise young louise teenage louise and all her different experiences Mm -hmm. as this adult louise now what would you say to her with everything you know now Stop, just stop listening and looking for, for, I don't know, is the word praise, praise, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because I would have been a child like that, that was, again, the whole fitting in. So mm-hmm. if, if I could go back, I mm-hmm. would say, you know, one day, like there was something I seen on, uh, online the other day, um, the worst day of your life still only has 24 hours. Something okay. like that, and, right. you know, and it just caught me and I thought, because right. do you ever remember being a certain age or going through a certain thing? And you're like, this is never going to end. This is going forever. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm never going to get by this. Um, And I think maybe something like that, you know, because, um, and, it's, and as well, my life has changed so much um, and the way I live and how I live and what I think and what I see has changed, you know, so much um, that it's never always going to be the same anyway. But when you're in the middle of it, you don't feel that, do you? No, no. So you'd be reassuring young Louise, yeah. listen, it's going to be okay. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. 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 Everything is going to be okay if you if you want it to be, if you want to work on it, you know. But again, it's, I think maybe, maybe, I think I always had that in me though to say, ah, maybe, you know, maybe I won't feel like this as a an adult and I know I still do today, but I understand why at least, mm-hmm. you know, and I can work on that. Mm. Mm. That's probably not answering your question now that you asked. Yeah, I suppose that's what I would say if I was to go back and say something to myself. It's just, mm. just you know, relax, calm down. You don't have to be the person that you think everybody wants you to be. You Wonderful can just, yeah, yeah, be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> one of you. <laughs> yeah. Be one of you. <laughs> be one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think, that from a regardless of whether we're a traveller or settled, yeah. from a human perspective, a philosophical? Because I know you're a very deep thinker. Um, also, I had a joke with uh, uh, Patrick Nevin because he refers to himself as a tinker. Right. You know the okay. old Minkari. You know he says, mm-hmm. I'm a, "You're a deep tinker." You know, right. like we joked about that. <laughs> but I know you're very reflective. You, there's a great depth to you as a person. You can see that and feel that from you. Do you feel 
the essence you kind of touched on it earlier on that we can actually trust anyone in the world do you mm. feel it's a, it's a great question i know it? i know um, regardless of ethnicity or background or yeah well even all of that stuff goes out the window i think when it comes to trust because like i mean it may not be someone you grew up with that they could be the person that you felt you could trust you know and it's not mm-hmm. so i don't think it matters if they're from the same background as you or whatever I would have probably found it very hard to trust. Mm-hmm. But then everybody tells me I'm super naive. Really? Yeah. Um, you're so naive. You just see, you know, you just think nobody does anything nasty and everyone. So I just see what I see. Mm. You know, so I, I'm, I think I'm starting to think quite different about things. Before, if you had told me something, we'll just say there was gossip going around mm. and I heard it, I'd always probably be a bit wary. I wouldn't have been one that wouldn't go near that person. Mm-hmm. I would have been a bit wary. Now I'm kind of like, no, nah, we'll see if I can get to know that person. And I think I'm, it out. Yeah, I'm quite like that with trust as well. Um, I have to find, there has to be something in someone that tells me and I don't know what that is. Mm. Um, but you know what I mean? You know I that do. kind of, that feeling or that. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And who, I suppose I wouldn't have trusted many people in my life, but I haven't, I haven't been let down, so thank God. <laughs> you mm. know, um, mm. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, what you're describing, I wouldn't call it naive at all because you're far mm. from naive. You're very, you know, you know the ways of the world. But I'd call it open-minded, open-hearted. Yeah, that's maybe. quite different. And yeah. I think that's essential for for human beings but for good therapy practice mm. Mm. you know for someone to feel that you're because if we can get cynical and suspicious of everyone what energy are we giving out then you know? I know I just <laughs> I find it hard to be angry <laughs> you know and okay. I just like um, I don't know I just like things being nice and gentle so I try yeah to give that out but nobody lives a life like that all the time oh. we do shout and roar like everybody yeah. else but it's your preference yeah yeah yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Anything you want to not necessarily ask me personally or put, say that around the subject that I haven't asked you yet, you know? I suppose what I was really interested in finding out why you found that I would be interested or interesting, interesting. to interview. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Do yep. you ask me that? Yeah. Yeah. Couple of, because you're a traveller is part of it yeah. for sure. But then I could ask loads of travellers, but I asked mm-hmm. you, you know, because mm-hmm. I know you, I could easily find it. If it was about, let's do a thing on interviewing travellers. That was part of it, but not all of it. I think it was your personality, who you are, because when we met in the Traveller Counseling Service Force, mm-hmm. I felt an immediate liking and connection. You've got oh, that okay. energy about mm-hmm. you, you know, very easy to talk to, very easy to connect with. But it's that deeper gut feeling like this person is a good person. I don't know how you, how you put that. You know, mm-hmm. in other words, sometimes you can get that information with someone very quickly with, yeah, without yeah, hearing a lot. Yeah. So that, just our interactions. You're a psychotherapist also. So often this podcast isn't necessarily a psychotherapy podcast, but has that leaning. It looks, yeah. I look into that quite a bit. I know your philosophical and interested life. They were the reasons you're a female, you're a woman, female mm-hmm. traveler. I've had two, I mean, one male traveler, one or two so far, it could be more. I was very interested in a female perspective as well mm-hmm. as a human being, as a mother, as a, and all the different things, you know. They were the reasons why I think. Could I ask you a question? You can. What yeah. made you ask that question? Um, sure. It's a great question. I suppose I was thinking, sure, what would I have to say, you know? Because <laughs> I was thinking, you know, on the way up here, okay, but how would I answer, sir? I didn't know what you were going to ask, but... And I don't mind because I, you know, I am open and honest as as, as much as I, I can be. Um, and we decided to, to do it that way, didn't yeah. we, without organising it beforehand. We said, let's just, you know, mm. sorry, go on. But I, no, no, I, I just, I just had wondered, you know, what, what could I, what's interesting? What, why were you interested in interviewing me? And it made me feel that I have to know that because um, I think it's probably all the work on yourself as well you're doing and, mm. you know. I think by, again, gut feeling and it, the interviews proved to be right that you've got so much to say. Too much to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She fucking never showed up. When Shut she starts. <laughs> but you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. And like you said, we could we could have easily extended this and, and broke and done a whole other interview on something mm-hmm. else. There's so many great topics has come up there. Yeah, Louise. yeah. And I knew you could talk on them all and have a very interesting take. You're very interesting. Like you're really expressive, articulate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, smart as fuck on the stuff. You know what I mean? As I said, downplayed very much, quite humble with it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and that's a good thing, you know. But uh yeah, they were the reasons I asked you. And I just knew you had a kind of a quite an engaging personality as well. That you, you, I've interviewed some people are hard to interview. They're great people, but they, I hard knew you. Hard to pull it. Yeah, yeah you'll mm-hmm. be very uh, giving, uh, very generous okay. in your interview style. So, yeah, it's a great question because it's made me thinking about that, you know. And obviously, mm-hmm. as soon as I thought, oh, God, I'd love to get Louise on the podcast, you know, because I often think, of why, why do I, I'd love to get him or her. What is that? It's mm-hmm. a great question that you put for me, you know. Because even though we know each other, we don't know each other that well. No, there's still a whole lot I don't know about you, yeah. you know. And well, interview I'll me catch then. you one day. Let's do it. Let's flip. Have you got another hour there, flip. Jared? Let's flip it around now. Ask me one question about me. No, you can, of course. So we'll, yeah. Okay, anything else you want to put out there? No, right. no, just I'm, I'm thankful. I'm grateful for being here. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, oh, my pleasure. It's always nice to get a bit out because... Again, it's self-healing and all that as well. And mm. maybe there's somebody else that feels the same, you know, and yeah. That yeah. also helps me answer the question. Another reason why you, because I knew from my listeners who some of them will be therapists, would be interested in stuff we're interested in. Mm. Um, you would be very informative for them around a lot of the stuff you were talking about, around the prejudice, the horse, how that is, that they, they'll think about and kind of go, fuck, I never thought about that. I knew it would be yeah. educative as well, that you would be interesting for people, mm-hmm. you know, maybe just give people a different view on what it means to be uh, from the traveling community or any minority or ethnic group, how that is, have another thought about what that might be like. Yeah. Among other things, as a therapist, I know you'd be interesting mm-hmm. for people to hear about, and you know, all those but it things. It is, and I, th- I think all of that stuff is means something and there's answers to all of that but I also feel as we get older and them answers will change you know yes, so you might come back to me in 10 years <laughs> well let's do that yeah you know I'll be, I'll be 72 then I'll be retired hopefully but yeah let's do it but <laughs> yeah. I often will there's people I've interviewed uh, that I might get back for a second one you know yeah and, and might... I guarantee things yeah. have changed you know because 10 years I would have given you different answers i feel we're evolving all the time right yeah yeah so it's always and no matter who you are i think that happens in your life and you know Mm -hmm. yep for sure yeah life Mm -hmm. changes us our perspective and so on yeah my daughter said something like that to me recently i was explaining something to her but i was sort of thinking away in my head and she's six she'll be seven in a couple of weeks and she's well ma'am the thing is life just changes and i thought what is she talking about already there's some wisdom going on (laughs) i know i was like She's talking about her age. Um, so I had a giggle at that. And it sounds like she was think. trying to teach you. She was telling me, yeah. She was, because you know, whatever it was I was talking to her about, she was giving me the answer. Yeah. And um, I was just thinking, that's another thing that surprised you too. You wouldn't think children go that in their mind, you know, but it's mm. as young as that and younger. Very humbling. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. we have to be really careful. Yeah, well, I think you're, mm. I'm sure, and I'm, so, I'm sure I don't know your husband, but I'm sure that his influence was there too, but your influence, you can certainly hear in her there, you mm. know, and what she said, you know. Okay, Louise, listen, I really appreciate you coming in. Um, I was very confident that it would be a lovely experience and it has been for me and I hope it has been for you. Yep. I've certainly learned a lot and, you know, I know we'll be meeting again through our work and stuff like that. So I look forward to that. I really want to thank you for coming in. Thank you. It's been a lovely Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. You've been listening to the Twilight Conversations. If you'd like to contact me about the content or any question or comment you have about the podcast, you can do so on the Twilight Conversations at gmail.com. So, the Twilight Conversations is an independent production. If you'd like to contribute towards the making of the podcast, you can do so on patreon.com forward slash the Twilight Conversations.